Hello, thank you for joining me for another interesting uh, broadcast. Um, yes, indeed. Um, normally, I open with um, interesting times we are living in, and um, today I think it warrant, warrants um, uh, interestingly, yeah, equally d tragically disturbing reflect, right, on um, the turbulence. <laughs> The turbulence. Just, just buckle up. You know, t take a breath of oxygen. You know, we're gonna get through this. And you can say, well, how can you say that? You don't know nothing. You know nothing. You know nothing. I'll admit. I'll admit, right here, right now. I know something about life. I know something about the greatness of the Almighty God to deliver and to save His people. So in these times. Um, we have uh, prayer warriors on the watch. Yeah, we're on the watch. And we are watchful in prayer, right? Going into the spiritual realm, pleading to our Father, petitioning to our, to our Heavenly Father for deliverance because He's the only one that can deliver us. Then, yes, you were told... <laughs> uh, I'm sorry, I just, just I was just thinking about something. You want to know what it is? Okay, I'll tell you anyway. The thing about it is um, when you think about your lively condition, you might, because circumstances might be so tough that um, you feel like you're getting swallowed up. You're just swallowed in it. And that can happen in warfare, you know, when you're, you're surrounded. It, it, it's, it looks bad. It, it is bad. <laughs> You're in a tough spot. And it's only by the grace of the almighty God that gets you out of it. And gives you the wisdom to navigate through some tough terrain and some difficult situations. And lo and behold, the open door. You hear that commonly in Christodome. The open door. The door is open. And, and God makes a way where there seems to be no way. And I say God, Yahweh, Yahuwah. <laughs> the heavenly the heavenly father of all abba <laughs> of seen and unseen and uh this is in uh, luke chapter 18 and I, I wanted us to go here because sometimes you could get weary we can get weary in prayer and this is just encouraging to stay persistent in prayer to know that there's a lot happening that we we don't we may not see but everything is uh working out for our good uh, then Yeshua told his taught ones a parable in order to impress on them that they must always keep praying and not lose heart. And so this is a call to action, really, um, to not lose heart. And I encourage you to read this about the poor widow who kept going to the, to the judge who did not fear God and didn't respect other people. But because the widow kept bothering him he just and pestering him he just caves <laughs> caves i tell you that this is jesus words i tell you that he will judge in their favor and quickly but when the son of man comes will he find this trust on the earth at all would he find faith faith belief on the earth at all.
you know, in battle, you have to stay vigilant, determined, unknown outcomes. But this war, the spiritual war that we're in between good and evil, we know who already wins. <laughs> we could take heart. We know who wins. And that's our Heavenly Father, y'all, wins. And we're living out our human experience, and we could get discouraged. We keep praying. And we pray according to the will of our Father. And it's good for us as people. Who are his people? His obedient ones that follow the Torah, follow his commands, follow follow, and what he told us to do. And what did Yeshua HaMashiach, Jesus Christ, the Anointed One, tell us? What has been say, said for my father is, love your neighbor as you love yourself. <laughs> right? Okay, before that, love the, the Most High with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength, and love your neighbor as you love yourself. Yes, loving our neighbor. Loving our neighbor. As we love ourselves. Pray for those. Right. Who spitefully use us. And persecute us. Because who is the judge. The past broadcast. Who is the righteous judge. But the most high. The final judge. Okay. So we want to make sure we're on the right team. And you know. This is the month of Elul. Yeah I'm talking about religious holidays. It's um the month of Elul. Preparing ourselves for the holy feast days to be the righteous bride. To be the righteous bride. And you say, what is a lul? What the heck are you talking I'm talking about the biblical Hebrew uh, uh, months. This is in the, the Hebraic uh, festival preparation month <laughs> of a lul. It's also the Hall of Harvest. Okay. And it is the l last month in the civil calendar. And the uh, in biblical month, it is the sixth month, right? Sixth month of man. Twelfth month, the the last month before the Jewish New Year. 5782. And we are marching on the Aleph Ox. We have the tribe of Gad. The tribe of Gad. The tribe of Gad. Who's the tribe of Gad? Oh, it's the warrior tribe. <laughs> the warrior tribe. And the Hebrew letter associated with the month of Elul, the Yoid. And the ancient Hebrew pictograph for the Yoid, an outstretched arm at a hand. Uh, yes. This is the the first Hebrew letter in the name of the Mosai. The holy name, Hashem. Yes, indeed. Our living hope is to keep on, keep it on, to not lose heart. We have access to peace that surpasses all understanding, joy to everlasting. Despite our circumstances, we have access to this through Jesus Christ. And I wanted to talk about this because it's very important. So listen up. <laughs> listen up. This is an inside scoop. <laughs> this is an insider scoop. Um, maybe you can get it. Maybe maybe you can get it. Pray your eyes will be opened. Alright. This is 
the most historical time. If you if you're living, you know, this is the most historical times we are living in in human history. And one thing you could say about history: some people's deeds do not age well <laughs> at the moment. Well, they they don't age well. That's what they said. I was laughing. I don't know if you picked it up. They don't age well. Their deeds don't age well because their deeds are so wicked. It doesn't age well. And then when people look back on generations to come, they say, "Wow, those people were wicked. They're sacrificing their children and they're doing this stuff like that. That's actually wicked." Oh, I can see why they was completely destroyed and then there's nothing there but rubble. And you're like, "Oh my gosh." Um, or you could see just the evil, the atrocities, how they treated other human beings. And you could say, oh, that's horrible. That's absolutely ridiculous. We don't want that to repeat again. That's why history is important. To know the real history, the truth. And I express this many times in other broadcasts. You want to make sure you're on the right team. Either serve an evil baddie or you're, you're serving the living one true God, Elohim. All right. And... You gotta choose a team. You there's no there's no fence. If if you're not serving full on with uh Elohim, the Most High, he spit you out. I mean, there's no lukewarm water here. It's, it's hot or cold. That's it. That's all you got. You got two paths, and you gotta pick one, right? And um, this is just a little inside baseball to keep your eye on the ball, right? Cause you watch a play, right? <laughs> Base baseball is another story. <laughs> oh man, what happened to baseball? Okay, so baseball, right? You're watching an actual play of in, in reality, and then you know the ball comes. You know you got to keep your eye on the ball if you got your mitt, you know, and you keep your eye on the ball and you catch it. You just got to keep your eye on the ball because what happens if you don't? Well, you don't strike them. You don't get a strike. You can't get a strike out. You know, uh, what if you just saw the ball coming and you're just like somebody's just spitting something caught your eye you you know you're just looking out there somebody may be breaking out in a fight over here over there and then the ball's coming to you and <laughs> it could end up hitting you in the face it could end up just completely you miss it everybody's looking at you you're fumbling on the ground trying to find it it's just not it's just it's not how you play the game okay the goal is to catch it does this happen where people do drop the ball yes um, but, you know, the, the goal, right, is to actually catch it, keep your eye on the ball, right? And even when you're at bat, you know, you got to keep your eye on the ball because the ball's coming at you like almost 90 miles an hour, sometimes more, 90 miles an hour. You know, you want to keep your eye on the ball, make sure it doesn't slap you in the face because if it does, it could break your jaw. Or your, but it comes at you hard and fast, it's like a bullet. And you got to you gotta, you gotta keep your eye on the ball there so you can catch it. And even if you're the catcher, if you're the catcher, you know, communicating with the pitcher, I mean, you got to keep your eye on the ball. I mean, it's a game where you keep your eye on the ball. I mean, you got to keep your eye on the ball. Um, I don't know how many games that we have that we actually have this ball that you keep your eye on. But um, in life, you know, you got to keep your eye on the ball. And you say, um, uh, now, one thing I can say, and that could be circumstances, because I'm not going to, uh, uh, you know, that's circumstances. In our heart, in our mind, we keep our eyes you know, uh, 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 being fixed on the Almighty, we, get, we keep it fixed um, on our Deliverer and Redeemer, the manifestation of the Word, Yeshua HaMashiach. We keep our eyes fixed on the commandments uh, of the Most High. 
the mitzvah. We are more than conquerors for those who are in Christ. We just want to lift up prayers for our brothers and sisters in Christ who are suffering tremendous amount of persecution. They are fighting for their lives, and we want to lift up prayers right now. Our simple prayer, the Most High hears for them in the mighty name of Jesus, in the mighty name of Yeshua HaMashiach, the Anointed One. Hallelujah. We lift up prayers to you, Father, to your throne room. Hallelujah. Forgive us, Father. We repent in dust and ashes, Lord. We repent, Lord, of our wickedness. We repent of our complicit behavior, Lord. And we, we ask for your forgiveness, Lord. And we forgive those who have wronged us. We forgive those who have purposely hurt us, Lord. And we ask for your deliverance now. We ask, Lord, that your enemies will not go over you. Bring confusion to the enemy's camp. In the mighty name of Jesus, may the wicked be caught in their own net. In the mighty name of Jesus, may they repent and learn to cry out to you. In Jesus' name, hallelujah. It's the best, best, best remedy right there. I mean, prayer. I mean, <laughs> what else do you have? You're on the battlefield. You better, you know, some people, let me tell you, they just, their hearts are cold. It doesn't matter where they're at. They just... They refuse to cry out to the Almighty, but let me tell you, you're out there and facing, whew, death is knocking at your door. Let's just put it that way. I mean, you can see yourself like this is it um, in some circumstances. And hey, you can see grown men cry like babies, crying out to God. In those moments where you hit rock bottom and you're in the back dark place, excuse me, you're in a dark place. Uh, we don't have to wait to that moment, right? We're desperate. You can cry out to the Most High now, now, now. For deliverance. Because let me tell you, when the wrath of the Almighty comes through, it comes through. Read your word, man. The Most High does not play. He's patient. So patient. So patient. But when that patient runs out, there's nowhere you can hide. There's no way you can run. And uh, we, in the last broadcast, I, we, we, uh, we talked about um, how the Most High, he does chastise his people to get them back in alignment. We see that in uh, with Yeshayel, you know, to get them uh, back in alignment. The first commandment of the Most High. You should have no other gods before me. You should have no other Elohim. You should have no other gods before me. The Most High must be first. The Most High is number one. And in English, Hear Yisrael, Adonai, our God. Adonai is one. Our King. Our Hashem, our King. Our King. Hashem means the name, okay? The, the holy, 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 holy one, true God. And let me tell you, the scriptures say, be holy as I am holy. And we get there in the presence of the Most High. We get there pressing in in prayer. We get there by seeking the face of the Most High, allowing the Holy Spirit to walk Kadesh to really do that to to commune with our Father to transform our hearts. 
right, to transform our way of thinking. It says, when the righteous take authority, the people rejoice. When the wicked beareth rule, the people mourn. That's what we see all over the world, mourning and sorrow and pain because of our sin. Because of sin. Because of sin. Because think about it. If we followed what is good and we followed the path where we treat others the way we like to be treated. We follow the path of trusting the most high for our harvest, for our gain. That we don't uh, get into the cycle of lustful greed. That we're willing to hurt and harm other human beings for our own gain. And when we look at the world that surrenders to the authority, submit ourselves to the most high, how lovely this world will be. Because in sin, we end up hurting not only ourselves, but others. When we are disobedient, we are bringing a curse upon ourselves. That curse follows us and into the generation from generation. Sometimes you can see generation of dysfunction, one generation to the other, until somebody breaks the cycle. You know, you can see someone, maybe they didn't grow up with a father. They didn't have a father. They didn't have guidance in the word in the Torah they didn't have guidance in the commands of the most high so they just had to fend for themselves and the, and the uh, satan had a field day with them and they got misled and all this worldly seduction to destroy yourself their father that's what they did and 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 that you know and so anyway there comes a point when somebody's like says men and women are like i i must do something differently this is not this this hasn't worked this brought so much pain and heartache in my own life and i don't want to see my children go through that and they change they 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 make an effort to surrender themselves in the best way the most awakened way is so is giving their life over to living uh as a child of of the king surrendering giving themselves in to accepting the final sacrifice for them Yeshua, Jesus Christ, and now being obedient to what the Most High has told them to live, to his commands. And, and that is to love the Most High with all their heart, soul, mind, and strength, and to love their neighbor as themselves. Uh, selves. And that's the commands of the Most High. Don't you get it? It's about love. It goes back to love. In the scriptures we have, God is love. It goes back to love. And you can say, the world is missing love. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. It's so obsessed with us. We're so obsessed with ourselves and me, 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 and all this best life now and all this other other uh, crap, you want to say, and not really seeing uh, what life is really all about. That's what life is about. Giving and receiving love. Right? Some people say, well, I lived my life. I never received love. No one ever showed love to me. All I've had, I'm like the, the wounded animal. One, let me tell you, there is unconditional love available to you. Our Heavenly Father. Well, if you love me, why do you let this all, all, all this stuff happen to me? He, he allowed me to go through all this suffering. These people treat me like crap. I grew up in the most tough conditions and you just don't understand talking about God and Jesus and love and all this crap and I will I will say to you 
the most high can absolutely 100% identify with you. And again, his ways are not our ways, his thoughts are not our thoughts. And that he looks upon the suffering and pain of sin systematically all at once throughout the entire world. Every single incident he sees and he hears. The pain and suffering that happens all over the planet all at once. Do we? Then another another understanding is that that he sent he had a plan and he sent his son, Yeshua Messiah, Jesus Christ, who offered also suffered here, rejected by by his people. But the stone that the builders rejected has become the chief cornerstone that Jesus Christ is the way, the truth, and the life. And he too suffered greatly. He surrendered and laid down his life willingly to redeem us and to restore us. So he knows all about rejection, abandonment, people hating to his face. And, and the Most High, endures the hatred of man the, the hatred of humanity and because the wider bigger plan that some we, we, we can we can't understand some things sometimes why things happen and they all work out for good if you look at joseph joseph from the pit to the palace everything that he went through preparing him for the moment that he would help deliver his people this happens throughout scripture, people put in place. Esther, we see. You know, the, what occurred and what, what, we, what we experienced through our, our human condition. Right? The Most High sees everything. He sees the beginning from the end. And he has put everything back in order. The, the hope we have, the living hope we have, is that we... If written in the book of life and we surrender ourselves to Christ's gift of salvation, we have the ability to enter into paradise and to experience joy to everlasting, pleasures forever. I mean, we have this opportunity to be safe and experience tremendous amount of joy. So, what I'm getting at is that the Most High, trust in the plan of the Most High. Trust in His plan, even if you don't yourself see it or understand it. Trust in the goodness of our Father because He is good. And He has good things planned for His children that trust in Him. Yeah, we face all this onslaught here on this earth. We, are, we, get, we get into it. We go through tough times because of sin and the enemy's plot, schemes, and plans to take us out and take us down. And yeah, we have a lot of pruning to do. We have affliction to go through, just like Job. But in the end, we come out like we can. Come out like gold. We find in the fire. We find and restored. So that is our living hope. The purchase of our pride. We come out humble vessels for the living most I made in the likeness and image of the most high restored access. The king is in the field. And we want to be that ready, righteous bride filled with oil, anointed oil, to get us through the next phase without resistance. Hallelujah. So that would be my encouragement to you. That would be my encouragement to you. And then at the end of the day, sometimes we don't understand why things happen. But at the best, 
What do we actually deserve? What is it that we deserve? I don't think we understand that. We don't even des- we deserve to be thrown in the depths of Shalom for all eternity. That's what we deserve for being a rebellious creation. And that's in and, and the most high will be in his right because he's just and he's holy. He's not evil. He doesn't do things to be evil and go ha ha evil. There's no evil. He's pure and holy and righteous. That's all. There's no evil. There's no yang yang stuff going on with the most high. It's all pure holy. And he doesn't do things deliberately to get and gets a kit out of causing some uh, inflicting evil on people. Does he bring the waste to destroy? Yes. Yes. Because he's king. And he has a plan to eradicate evil off the face of this earth. Alright? So it's already been done. It's already been done. We're just living it out in our time. And that goes back to we, we our whole perception of time. Everything happening right now. But Back to this. That's why our salvation is such a beautiful, wonderful gift. Because I think we, 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 we say that in tongue-in-cheek, especially in Christendom. Yeah, salvation. Yeah, it's like, oh, God owes me something. I got it. No, he didn't owe us anything. He didn't owe us salvation. He didn't have to do that. He didn't have to rescue us from the pit. He didn't have to drag us out the depths of the sw- being swallowed up in the waters. He didn't have to of our sin. We, we, he didn't have to do that, but yet he offered to deliver us by his spirit called us and dragged us out of that dark place and we responded we were we our eyes opened and we saw the truth and then we we repented repent and turn from our wickedness and that's what month of Elul is to do this inner work inspection and say oh my gosh am i on the right track here what must i repent you want to be in that book of life i want you to be there too but you want to go into uh the depths of shalom with all all uh, Satan, the evil, evil um, fallen angels that that were created for them wasn't created for humanity. But of course, Satan wants to drag as many people to with his own judgment, right? To be in the lake of fire, <sighs> whatever that may appear to be. But it's a place separated from paradise, and you want to go to the outer of darkness and uh, prepare uh, him and his minions. Go, go right ahead. I mean, that you want to go there, you're not going to like it. It's not a party. <laughs> like how I said it. It's not a party. It's not a party. It's not a party. You know how many ways I got to say it? It's real. Whether you believe it or not, you're going to take a risk. Okay, you take it. Hum. You're not going to hum your way out of it. You're not going to. You cannot escape the final judgment. So, um, <clears throat> in this month of Elul, you know, there is a concentration, this preparation month for the the Holy Feast Days. Um, Rosh Hashanah, the beginning of the new year. Repentance, uh, mercy, and forgiveness is the focus. A time of reflection, um, of Deep reflection on um, also uh, covenant love between Yah and his people. Uh, reflection on our access to the king. As a messianic, our access, access to the king, Mashiach. You know? And 
we celebrate with the sounding of the shofar, of this call to turn from wickedness, to turn in wickedness, to accept the mercy of the Most High and to be a forgiving soul as the Most High has forgiven us and wiped away our iniquity and our wickedness and remembers it no more. So that we can walk into the path of righteousness, the path of life. And what makes us righteous and pure and holy is Christ, the final sacrifice. He wasn't the Messiah. He wasn't the Messiah. He wasn't the Messiah. Then where's the temple at? Tell me that. Where's the temple? Where's the, where's the sacrifices at? Where's the temple at? Where's the daily lambs and sacrifices at? Why isn't the temple there anymore? The Most High. What happened? And why has it yet to be restored? Why has it taken thousands of years? Even when the second temple was built, we see the second temple did not take a thousand years to come and to be reestablished. So what is going on here? Do we have a fulfillment of this prophetic practice? And I will say yes, yes, and yes again. Can't you see the signs of the times, the fulfillment of, of the word of what the prophets have said? The time is now. We don't have time to waste. I know some may disagree with that, but to each their own. Now, I want to get back to this last statement or comments, three, that uh, we're, we're all in this together kind of narrative. Um, I know it was used to keep people trapped in homes, but I'm, I'm what I'm trying to say, quarantine or whatever, but I'm trying to say we're all in this together in a sense of humanity in that we're striving for the same thing. We all have a common enemy. We have a common enemy that's trying to destroy our humanity and wipe us off the map. To wipe Yisrael off the map. It's not happening. I always say this. And all I know is that I don't want to be a tear. I want to be the wheat. I want to be the wheat that gets scooped up and kept in the barn. And not s swallowed up into shalom. Into outer darkness. No. I don't want to go down to the inner core earth. Or whatever you want to call it. And, and lay separated uh apart from paradise no i don't want to and you may want to but i don't want to i don't want to consult demons i don't want to say seances and and entreat i don't want to do that i want to seek the face of the most high in love and and be led by the holy spirit of the most high again like i said i'm a humble messenger and i'm just conveying a message of truth and you say well i don't believe that and you that's your free will choice you know, you don't have to accept what I have to say. But there's people that do. And there, and there are people that agree. And um, at, the, at best, I want us to gain some common ground here and understand that the threat to our humanity of being either not wiped, I, you know, I mentioned before, getting wiped off the map, but also just uh, just a distortion of it. To, to, to completely distort us. What? To merge us with machines? Are we really humans then? And there's more to our humanity that we have yet to discover because we are held back by gatekeepers. But, you know, we're praying for healing all across this world, healing of our hearts, people facing tremendous physical healing. We pray in Jesus' name for physical healing, inner healing, and we pray for healing 
and uh and for us to heal together as we get through this together and i know we have differences we have differences in beliefs we have differences in culture ethnicity uh but we all uh there's people all over the world that are united for freedom they're united they want to be free they don't want to be oppressed they don't want to be persecuted they want to live free to make uh, uh, decisions for themselves and their families so we just pray for these people standing up against all odds and peacefully uh, in civil disobedience and also just to express themselves peacefully mind you peacefully not violently or anything like that but peacefully doing their part even if that means just even if that just means um, praying and I, I don't want to dismiss that that's why i want to encourage you all in the opener of our prayer is that don't think that just because you can't go out do this or that because some people are limited in that aspect that your prayers are powerful and you may not see a immediate uh result from your prayers but the most high hears the prayers of his people he hears this he hears the prayers and he hears your prayers and in due time according to his will he will he will come through and i believe he will come through for humanity he will deliver us we just put him first repent of our sins protect our innocent and he he will come through for us he will come through to to protect those most vulnerable all right among us he will come through he will come through for us he will i i believe that the most high we just have to stay on the path of righteousness and what is good and uh and and stay united in our diversity you know we could be united in our diversity and um that will conclude this broadcast and in the coming days and months um the onslaught of things we can uh find rest calmness and um reassurance and that the mosai is in control yes he's in control of everything that's happening and so we can we can be at peace that's what i'm saying we don't have to give into fear porn and we know that the most high is in control of everything and um thankfully we have this this promise of redemption we have this promise of paradise thank you and i hope you have a wonderful glorious day of discovery of uh, restoration and of peace Shalom.